días iglesia, está la palabra del Señor para el día de hoy, es el Salmo 89. Por el siempre cantaré de las misericordias del Señor. Con mi boca daré a conocer tu fidelidad a todas las generaciones. Porque dije, para siempre será edificada la misericordia, en los cielos mismos establecerás tu fidelidad. Yo he hecho un pacto con mi escogido, he jurado a David mi siervo, establecer tu descendencia para siempre y edificaré tu trono por todas las generaciones. Esta es la palabra del Señor. Good afternoon. Buenas tardes. My name is Tito. Mi nombre es Tito. In case anybody that doesn't know me, I'll be sharing God's word today. Para aquel que no me conozca, hoy estaré compartiendo la palabra de Dios. This is Carlito. Soy Carlitos. He'll be assisting me in translating. Eh, yo estaré traduciendo el mensaje. So today I want to bring a word from um, Psalm 89. Eh, en, esta en esta tarde quiero traerles una palabra del Salmo 89. But before we begin, I want to pray. Uh, pero antes de empezar, vamos a orar. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you, Lord God, for the worship service this morning. We thank you, Lord God, for allowing us to be able to come into your house, Lord God, to be able to praise you, to be able to be amongst other brothers and sisters that love you, Lord God. We ask you that the preaching of the word would, would impact our hearts, would change us, Lord God, and that we would be able to see Jesus, Lord God. Lord, we thank you, Lord God, if there is someone here that hasn't put their faith and their total trust in Jesus, Lord God. I ask you that your spirit will come, Lord God, and open up their hearts and their minds so that they would see Jesus, repent and believe in the only son that you have sent for us, Lord. In Christ's name we pray, amen. Okay. We're going to talk about Psalm 89 today. So before I begin the preaching, antes de empezar la predica, I would like to share something with you guys. Me gustaría compartir algo con ustedes. How many of us remember our high school yearbook? ¿Cuántos de nosotros aquí recuerda el libro de the recap del año de high school, de escuela secundaria? Some of us got to pull those things off the shelf and blow the dust off, right? Muchos de nosotros tenemos que sacar el libro y sacar el polvo. But how many of us remember how we felt when we opened the yearbook? Pero cuántos de nosotros nos sentíamos cuando abríamos el libro? We go to the place where we can see things that we remember, right? Vamos a las cosas que nosotros nos podemos recordar de los momentos. We go and look at our picture. Vemos, vamos a ver nuestra foto. We look at how good we used to look. Vemos lo 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 bonito que nos veíamos. We look at our friends. Vemos a nuestros amigos. And then we look at ourselves now, like what happened? Y después nos vemos a nosotros en el día de hoy y decimos qué qué pasó. We look good back then. Nos veíamos bien en aquel tiempo. We look at the sports clubs we used to be involved in. Vemos en los clubes de deportes que estábamos involucrados. But when we go to our yearbooks, we look at things that have to deal with us, right? Pero cuando vamos a ver el Yearbook, eh, vamos a buscar cosas que tienen, tienen que ver con nosotros. And many times we treat the Bible the same way. Y muchas veces eh, tratamos la Biblia de la misma manera. 
We go to the Bible and we look for verses that have to deal with us. Vamos a la Biblia y buscamos versos que tengan que ver con nosotros. If I'm depressed, I open up the Bible and I look for verses that deal with my depression. Si estoy tengo depresión, voy a la Biblia y busco versos que hablen de depresión. If I'm in pain, I look for verses or psalms or proverbs that help me deal with my situation. Estoy pasando por dolor, busco salmos o proverbios que tengan que ver If I lose somebody, I'm looking for comfort. Si pierdo a alguien, estoy buscando conforte. So I'm going to like Psalms 23. Así que voy, por ejemplo, al Salmo 23. See, a lot of times we treat the Bible the same way we do a yearbook. Muchas veces tratamos la Biblia de la misma manera que tratamos un yearbook. We look at it when we need we, when we want to see things that have to deal with us. But how many of us open the Bible to try to understand God? Pero cuántos de nosotros abrimos la Biblia para tratar de entender a Dios? To try to understand who He is. A tratar de entender quién es él. The way He operates. La forma en que él opera. The way He works. La forma en que él trabaja. And most importantly, the way He has loved us. Pero más importante la forma en que él nos amó. See, because when you begin to understand God. Bien, cuando empiezas a entender quién es Dios, you begin to understand who you are. Empiezas a entender quién tú eres. You start finding your purpose. Empiezas a encontrar tu propósito. You start understanding what true love is. Tú empiezas a entender qué es el verdadero amor. See, Psalm 89 is, is very interesting to me. Eh, el Salmo 89 es bien interesante para mí. It was, it was written by a gentleman named Ethan the Ezraite. Eh, fue escrito por alguien llamado Ethan el Ezraita. How many of us have ever heard of Ethan the Ezraite? ¿Cuántos de nosotros hemos escuchado de Ethan el, el Ezraita? Nobody. Nadie. He only wrote one song. Solo escribió un salmo. And... Uh, his they believe it's his brother or a close relative which was Heman the Ezraite wrote Psalm 88. Both of these people they were both Levites. If you don't know what a Levite is I'm going to share with you what a Levite does. Levites served in the temple of God. They did not do the actual sacrifice in, the, in sprinkling the blood on the mercy seat. La silla de la misericordia. That was the job of Aaron and his sons. Era, eh, era el rol de Aaron y sus hijos. But the Levites were, were given the responsibility Pero los levitas tenían la responsabilidad to serve in the temple. De servir en el templo. Whenever it was time to move the temple, Cuando llegaba el tiempo de mover el templo, the Levites had certain tasks where they would help disassemble the temple and move it to wherever God told them to. Eh, los levitas tenían la tarea de eh, desarmar el templo y moverlo a donde Dios había mandado. These people were very close to the presence of God. Estas personas estaban bien cerca de la presencia de Dios. Another responsibility a Levite had was Otra responsabilidad que los levitas tenían They dealt with the daily lives of the people of Israel. Se encargaban de la vida diaria de los uh, de la gente de, del pueblo israelita. See, they didn't have psychologists and counselors like we had today. Ellos no tenían psicólogos o consejeros como tenemos en el día de hoy. If you were dealing with 
with the issue of situation, Levites were there to assist you and walk with you through that situation. Si tenías una situación, un problema, los levitas estaban ahí para ayudarte y caminar contigo en el problema. They were the psychologists of their day. Ellos, ellos eran los psicólogos de su tiempo, de su día. They loved the things of God. Ellos amaban las cosas de Dios. They loved being close to the things of God. Ellos amaban estar cerca de, de las cosas de Dios. See, the Levites, they didn't have an inheritance like the rest of Israel. Los levitas no tenían una herencia como las demás personas del pueblo de Israel. See, the rest of Israel, the other tribes, eh, el resto de Israel, los, las otras tribus, they were given land. Eh, ellos tenían este, tierras. But the Levites, pero los levitas, God told them, Dios les dijo, they belong to me. Ellos me, me a mí. Their inheritance is me. Su herencia soy yo. So as I read this, Así que cuando leía, leí esto, I tried to get into the mind of Ethan the Ezraite. And tried to understand why is he writing this. Y traté de entender por qué él, él escribió esto. What is going on in Israel that he's writing about this covenant? Why was he talking about God's faithfulness? Why was he bringing up God's love? See, Ethan the Ezraite, he's mentioned in the book of Kings. And you want to know the person that they compare him to? They compare him to Solomon. Lo comparaban a Salomón. Solomon, as we know, was the wisest man in his time. Salomón, como sabemos, era el hombre más sabio en su tiempo. And when they talk about Solomon, they actually compare Solomon's wisdom. Cuando hablan de Salomón, eh, comparan la sabiduría de Salomón to Ethan's, Sol Ethan's wisdom. A la, a la sabiduría de Ethan. So an easier way for us to think about it today, think about Solomon as Michael Jordan, Piensen, uh, de Salomón como Michael Jordan and Ethan the Ezraite as LeBron James. Como LeBron James. Right? ¿verdad? Okay, so we have Solomon. His wisdom exceeded everybody in the land. Así que tenemos a Salomón que su sabiduría este era mejor que cualquier persona en la tierra. But Ethan had wisdom too. Pero Ethan tenía sabiduría también. And what I want to do as believers today. Y como y lo que quiero hacer hoy como creyentes. Many of us, many of us deal with depression, anxieties, and fears. Muchos right? de nosotros eh, lidiamos con depresión, con ansiedad, con miedos. This is a part of life, right? Esto es parte de la vida, ¿verdad? If, if we were to say the Christian doesn't experience these things, si llegáramos a decir que el cristiano no experimenta estas cosas, we, you have to take out Psalms 88. Tienes que sacar, eh, sacar de la Biblia el Salmo 88. But the reality is, we deal and struggle with things on a daily basis. Pero la realidad es que nosotros luchamos con de, con estas cosas en, en nuestra vida diaria. And we show up to God's house. Y venimos a la casa de Dios. And many times we look to psychologists and counselors in our days. Y muchas veces buscamos psicólogos y consejeros de nuestro día. People with four years degrees. Eh, personas con cuatro años de, de un, con un bachillerato. Counselors with experience. Consejeros que tienen experiencia. But how many times do we go to people who actually stood and saw the presence of God and asked them for their advice? Pero cuántas veces nosotros nosotros vamos a personas en la Biblia que estuvieron dentro de la presencia de Dios y
for their advice. Para advice. Su consejo. Para See, su consejo. Ethan was in the presence of God. He saw it every day. I want to try to understand what he saw. Quiero tratar de entender lo que él vio. And think about Ethan as our psychologist today. Let's study his wisdom. Vamos a estudiar su sabiduría. As we go through this psalm, a, al ir por este salmo, we have 52 psalms. Tenemos 52 canciones o versos. So we're going to go through each one of these verses. Vamos a ir por cada uno de estos versos. We're going to remain in the psalm. Vamos a, a mantenernos en el mismo psalm. And we're going to understand what Ethan was seeing. Y vamos a, a entender lo que Ethan estaba diciendo. And what he has to share with us today. Y lo que tiene que compartir con nosotros en el día de hoy. Okay, verse 1 and 2. Así que verso 1 y 2. Listen to what he's saying here. Miren lo que él está diciendo. I will sing of the Lord's great love forever. Por siempre cantaré de la misericordia del Señor. With my mouth I will make your faithfulness known through all generations. Con mi boca daré a conocer tu fidelidad a todas las generaciones. I will declare that your love stands firm forever. Porque dije para siempre será edificada la misericordia. That you have established your faithfulness in heaven itself. En los cielos mismos establecerás tu fidelidad. You said I have made a covenant with my chosen one. Yo he hecho yo he hecho un pacto con mi escogido. I have sworn to David, my servant. He jurado a David, mi siervo. I will establish your line forever and make your throne firm through all generations. Estableceré tu descendencia para siempre y edificaré tu trono por todas las generaciones. Couple things I want, I want us to try to catch here. Eh, algunas cosas que quiero que nosotros veamos en, en, en estos versos. He mentions the Lord's great love. Él menciona el gran amor de Dios. He's talking about his faithfulness forever. He's mentioning a covenant. He's talking about a throne. So what is he getting at? Through this psalm, I want to answer four questions. And as you leave here today, I want you to remember these four questions because they help us on a daily, on a daily basis. See, because he's talking about a, a, a king that was supposed to reign over Israel in his day. Porque él está hablando aquí de un rey que se supone que estuviera liderando eh, a Israel en ese tiempo. I want to look at what was the role of the king of Israel. Quiero, quiero, quiero que veamos que es la primera pregunta. ¿Cuál era el rol del rey de Israel? Does the world need a king today? La segunda pregunta es, ¿en el día de hoy necesitamos un rey? How does Jesus being king affect my daily life? La tercera pregunta, ¿cómo Jesús siendo rey afecta o tiene un efecto en mi vida diaria? And last, how does Jesus' kingship affect our future? Y la última pregunta es, ¿cómo el reinado de Jesús o Jesús siendo rey afecta a nuestro futuro? Have you ever asked yourself? ¿Te has preguntado una vez? See, we say Jesus is king, right? Yeah, decimos Jesús es rey. And what does a king do? Pero ¿qué hace un rey? He rules, right? Él reina, ¿verdad? So we say that, right? Pero decimos eso, ¿verdad? Is that just something we say or is there something behind that? Is there something about him being king that impacts us on a daily basis? Or is that just something we say? I want you to think, ask yourself this. As Ethan the Etherite opens up these lines, he mentions love. 
How do we understand love? ¿Cómo nosotros entendemos el amor? Have you ever asked yourself this? ¿Te has preguntado esto una vez? Because everybody in this room has a different understanding of what love is. Porque cada persona en este, en este en la iglesia entiende el amor de una forma diferente. Did we learn about love in school? Aprendemos aprendimos del amor en la escuela. Was there a class where we went and sat down and somebody taught us what love is? Había una clase donde fuimos y nos sentamos y alguien nos enseñó qué qué era el amor. How do we learn about love? ¿Cómo aprendimos de de, del amor. ¿Qué es el amor? We learn about love through experiences. Entendemos el amor, el concepto del amor por experiencias. And these experiences teach us what love is or what love is not. Y estas experiencias nos dicen qué es el amor o qué no es el amor. For example. Por ejemplo. Imagine a child. Imagínate un niño. Who has parents. Que tiene a sus papás. Abuses them. Que los abusa. Abuse the kid. Okay, Neglects them. Que lo, lo niega. Shows them no love as they as they grow up. This child, as he views his parents, este niño, al ver a sus padres, he's gonna say, "This is not what love is." So he understands love by a painful experience. You follow what I'm saying? If I'm in a relationship and, 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 and I'm involved with, with, with a lady and I am married but it, it, just for example imagine I have a spouse this is an example <laughs> I gotta say this because last time I got in trouble <laughs> and I'm married to a woman and we've been together for years and she cheats on me she, she, she's unfaithful to me that experience causes me to say that's not what love is now in my mind, I want the opposite of what that is. Isn't that how we understand love? Through experiences. So everybody in this room has had a different experience with love that life has taught us. And this is why it's so important for us to go into the scriptures and see how does God show us he loves us. What does the Bible say about the way God shows his love towards us? Hacia, hacia nosotros. We need to be taught this. Tenemos que esto tiene que ser enseñado. Se tiene que se nos tiene que ser enseñado. He's doing a good job. <laughs> but let's look at what Ethan the Ezraite shares with us from his wisdom and shows us about God's love. Así que vamos a ver lo que Ethan comparte de su sabiduría y nos muestra el amor de Dios. The next thing he mentions is faithfulness. La, la, la otra cosa que él menciona es la fidelidad. What is faithfulness? ¿Qué es la fidelidad? And faithfulness to what? Pero, ¿Y fidelidad a qué? To his word. 
a su palabra. To his promise, right? A su promesa. So God tells Israel, I made a covenant with you, right? Así que Dios le dice al pueblo de Israel, he hecho un pacto contigo. Through the line of David, I'm going to bring a king. Por el linaje de David traeré un rey. And he's going to reign forever. Y él va a reinar para siempre. Nobody's ever going to be able to remove his throne. Nadie Nadie va a remover su trono. He's getting this word from God directly. Él está obteniendo esta palabra de Dios directamente. Now we know God cannot lie, right? Así que sabemos que Dios no puede mentir, ¿verdad? So he has to keep his word, right? Así que él tiene que mantener su palabra. So what he's talking about when he mentions faithfulness Así que lo que él está hablando cuando él menciona la fidelidad is God's faithfulness to his own promises. Es la fidelidad de Dios a su propia promesa. So think about this, a covenant. Así que piensa en esto, un pacto. A covenant is like an agreement between two people. Un pacto es un, un acuerdo con dos personas. I'm married to a woman. Estoy casado con una mujer. We take these vows and say, I will love you for the rest of my life. Hacemos estos votos y, y, y nos decimos, te amaré por el resto de la vida. I have to be faithful to those words. Tengo que ser fiel a esas palabras. Right? ¿verdad? This is what Ethan is showing us in his word. God's faithfulness to his own self. Esto es lo que está nos está diciendo este este salmo, la la fidelidad de Dios a su propia palabra. Why to his own self? Porque a él mismo, hacia él mismo. Why not to David and just David by himself? Why must God make a promise and keep his word to himself? But we receive the benefits of that promise. See, because David has a problem. Porque David tiene un problema. He has the same problem that we have. Y él tiene el mismo problema que nosotros tenemos. He has ancestors like we do. Tienes, ten, tenía ancestros como nosotros tenemos. And his ancestors are Adam and Eve. Y sus ancestros son Adán y Eva. Right? The place where sin was conceived. ¿Verdad? El, el lugar donde el pecado nació. So David has the same problem we have. He has this issue with sin and death. Así que David tiene el mismo problema que nosotros tenemos. Él tiene un problema con el pecado y la muerte. So God is going to bring a, 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 um, a king through David. Así que Dios va a traer a un rey por medio de David. But David can't last forever because he's still subject to death. Así, pero David no puede vivir para siempre porque todavía está sujeto a la muerte. So as Ethan is looking at Israel, así que Aletán ve a Israel, and he's he's looking at what's going on, y él está viendo lo que está pasando. And I tried to put a time frame on when this happened. Y traté de poner un tiempo a cuando esto pasó. Most scholars think that it happened when Israel went into Babylonian captivity. Muchos escolares pensaron que este tiempo era cuando los se fueron en captividad. But it doesn't fit the timeline of Ethan's life. Pero no este va con acuerdo a la vida de Tan. But what does fit the timeline? Pero sí lo que queda en el tiempo is the time of Solomon. Es el tiempo de Salomón. David, Solomon, and Rehoboam. David, Salomón y These were the three kings of Israel before it was divided. So what does make sense, what Ethan is seeing here, Ethan is seeing a promise through the line of David. But there's a problem that happens where the, where the kingdom divides. 
Hay un problema cuando el reino se divide. You have the northern kingdom, tienes el, el reino del norte, which ten tribes go to the north que, under Jeroboam. Que diez tribus van este por medio de Jeroboam. That's their their king. Ese es su rey. And then Rehoboam is the king of the south, which is a son of Solomon. Y Rehoboam está en el reino del sur, que es hijo de Salomón. Ethan would have been alive during this time. Uh, so as he's knowing this promise from God about David, he's like, what's going on here? God, you made a promise here, but I'm, I'm not seeing it. What do I have to depend on? I have to depend on the faithfulness of God to himself. Does that make sense? And that's important when it comes to God's love. Because what we're going to see here is this covenant has a stipulation. It has an agreement. Tiene un acuerdo. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring a king through your line and I'm going to keep this covenant with you, God says. But you have to be obedient. Pero tiene que ser obediente. Obedience was a requirement by the people of Israel. And not only the people of Israel, pero no solo el pueblo de Israel it was by the king also. See, the king had a responsibility and a duty in his day. Kings just didn't rule. They just didn't help with the economy of Israel's day. Solomon expanded the territory of Israel so great in his day. But they all had one problem. They couldn't keep the commands of God. See, God was setting up a king. That would obey the commands of God. And what we see is the kings of Israel's day. They kept failing. Over and over again. You want to know the biggest problem they had? Idolatry. That's the first commandment God talks about, right? Don't have no other gods before me, right? First commandment, right? Growing up as a Christian, the, 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 the biggest problem I thought I had was lust. I was wrong. Idolatry is the biggest problem we have as human beings. It is the first command that God gives Moses. Don't have anybody else before me. And this is what Israel was struggling with. This is what the kings were struggling with. So the role of a king was to obey the commands of God and keep his Covenant. Así que el rol del rey de Israel era obedecer o seguir los mandamientos de Dios. 
and not only keep his covenant, y no solo este, el pacto, he was to rule Israel and cause Israel to obey those same commands. The kings of Israel's day, what did they do? Los reyes de Israel en su tiempo, ¿qué hacían? They did everything a, a king that we know as does. They defeat enemies in battle. Ellos, este, le ganan a, a enemigos en la batalla. They took territory. Ellos, este, obtenieron territorios. They had gold. Tenían oro. People would bring Solomon gold just because of his wisdom to eh, hear what he had to say. But all of these kings still suffered by, through one thing. Pero todos estos reyes sufrían de una cosa. They suffered because of their sins. Ellos sufrían por, 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 por sus pecados. They were not fit to be eternal because of their sin. Ellos no, no estaban, este, Preparados para ser eternales por su pecado. See, Ethan talks about eternity, right? Ethan habla aquí de la eternidad, ¿verdad? Your, 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 your covenant forever, right? Tu, tu pacto para siempre, ¿verdad? David dies. David se muere. Solomon dies. Solomon se muere. Ray, uh, uh, his son Rehoboam dies. Eh, su hijo Rehoboam muere. So how can these kings be forever? We got a problem here, right? And in Ethan's wisdom, he's seeing this. So he has to turn and lean on God's faithfulness. And he's singing to all generations. Even though he didn't get to see the fulfillment of Christ. We have the completed word of God here today. We see who is the king that, that we were waiting for, right? We have seen the king that is not subject to death, right? Christ is the only one who fits that ticket. The only king who did not obey sin. He did not do what his fathers did. He actually came. I'm sorry. <laughs> he came and went to the cross. And what he did was, as a king, he was a servant. He just didn't rule over the people. He came to serve them. And when he went to the cross, he actually did something that no other king could do. He died. But when he died, death could not hold him. Death had to let him go. Death actually had to bow down to him. This is the king the whole world has been waiting for. We are all suffering from death. It's coming for each and every one of us in this room. And we need somebody that has dealt with this issue. Ethan didn't see the fulfillment of Christ. But he depended on the faithfulness of God. We have seen that fulfillment through Christ. 
hemos visto ese cumplimiento por medio de Cristo. Christ is the physical fulfillment of this faithfulness. Dios, eh, eh, Jesús es el cumplimiento físico de este, de este pacto. Do you see why Jesus is our king? ¿Ven por qué Jesús es nuestro rey? What does Jesus do when he dies on that cross? ¿Qué hizo Jesús cuando muere en la cruz? The first thing he did when he steps on earth and starts his ministry. La primera cosa que él hace cuando él pone su pie en la tierra y hace es starts his ministry. Y empieza su ministerio. He says, "Repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand." Él dice, "Arrepiéntase porque el reino de Dios está aquí." What is he doing? ¿Qué él está haciendo? He's calling the people to turn their hearts back to God. What David and Solomon were supposed to be doing was calling the people, remember God's commands. Obey God's commands. So Jesus comes and he calls us to repent and believe. He tells us to turn from our ways. And he tells us to turn to God through him. Now when I researched the New Testament, in the New Testament by itself, Solamente en el Nuevo Testamento. There are over 1,050 commands in the New Testament. Hay 1,050, ¿verdad? Yeah, 1,050. 1,050 mandamientos solamente en el Nuevo Testamento. How many of us know those commands? ¿Cuántos de nosotros sabemos esos mandamientos? New Testament alone. Solo el Nuevo Testamento. But you know what Christ does? Pero tú sabes lo que Cristo hace? He breaks it down for us. Él, este, lo, 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 He makes it simple for us to understand. And he gives us two commands. Love the Lord God with all your mind, body, soul, and spirit. And love your neighbor as yourself. This is the king the world was waiting for. A king that would take care of death. El, un rey que se iba a encargar de la muerte and point people back to God. Y, uh, y que iba a apuntar a la gente de vuelta a Dios. This is why the world needs a king today. Por eso, por eso en el día de hoy es que el, el mundo necesita un rey. See, the kings of Israel's day Así que el, los reyes del, del tiempo de Israel they can only deal with the people of Israel, right? No podían este, liderar a la gente de, de, de Israel. But God, in his wisdom, what does he do? Pero Dios en su sabiduría, ¿qué él hace? He allows Israel to go through this period of disobedience. Él permite que Israel fuera este tiempo de desobediencia. So that the whole world can get the king that they needed to free them for, from sin. Para que todo el mundo pueda obtener este rey que lo, lo, lo iba a liberar del pecado. Through the line of David. Por el linaje de David. Hundreds of years later. Eh, año, eh, He sends his son to do the work that a king was supposed to do in, 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 the, in these king's days. 
el rey se supone que, que hubiera hecho en, su, en este tiempo. But not just for Israel. Pero no solamente para Israel. He sends a king for the whole world. Él envió un rey para todo el mundo. And to this day, the gospel is still going forth throughout the whole world, correct? Y, y en el día de hoy, el evangelio sigue avanzando por medio de todo el mundo, ¿verdad? And his message is still being spread to people that didn't even believe. Y, 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 este, y el mensaje del evangelio se está esparciendo a personas que todavía, que todavía no creen, ¿verdad? He's calling people who don't even serve kings anymore to bow down to a king. Do you see how God was working through Israel? Even though Ethan was saying like, I, don't, I can't see your promise, God. Viendo y, y, y diciéndose, no veo tu promesa a Dios. Relying on God's faithfulness. Él estaba aferrándose a la promesa, a la fidelidad de Dios. He knew that one day that king would come. Él sabía que algún día ese rey iba a venir. And that king is Jesus. Y ese rey es Jesús. Let's continue on to the next. That, we got a lot of verses to cover here. Vamos a continuar con, este, con los siguientes versos que tenemos muchos versos que cubrir. Okay. I'm at verse 5 and 6. The heavens praise your wonders, Lord, your faithfulness too in the assembly of the holy ones. Los cielos, Señor, celebran tus maravillas y tu fidelidad la asamblea de los santos. For who in the skies above can compare to the Lord? Porque quién en el firmamento se puede comparar al Señor? Who is like the Lord among the heavenly beings? Quién entre los hijos de los poderosos es como el Señor? In the council of the holy ones, God is greatly feared. Dios muy temido en el consejo de los santos. He is more awesome than all who surround him. Imponente sobre todo lo que están en su derredor. Who is like you, Lord God Almighty? Quien como tú, poderoso Señor? You, Lord, are mighty and your faithfulness surrounds you. Tu felicidad también te rodea. So, Ethan understands that David was this promise was supposed to come to David, right? Están entendía que esta promesa iba a venir por medio de David, ¿verdad? But what was something that David did? Pero, ¿qué fue algo que David hizo? Remember the story of Bathsheba? When, when he saw this woman and he lusted after her on the rooftop. And devised this plan to, to get her. And he actually got her husband killed. Hizo que su esposo muriera. Sent him to the front lines to get killed. Lo envió al frente de la línea para que él se muriera. Right? This is what David did, right? Esto fue lo que David hizo, ¿verdad? This is the same David the promise is coming through, right? Este es el mismo David que la promesa se supone que iba a venir. But ¿verdad? we see David is not fit for that, that to be that eternal king, right? Pero vemos que David no estaba este no tenía los requisitos para ser este rey eterno, ¿verdad? Because the thing about a king is a king leads. Este, porque lo que hace un rey, el rey, un rey lidera. See, instead of uh, uh, doing what David did, en vez de hacer lo que David hizo, David sends somebody to die on the front lines so he can have his wife. Este, David envía a alguien a, a que muriera este, al frente de la línea para que él pudiera obtener su esposa. But when we look at what Jesus does as king, pero como, como cuando vemos lo que Jesús hace como rey, when Jesus comes to the earth from heaven, cuando Jesús viene a la tierra del cielo, he takes a people, él eh, obtiene un, un he calls the people to repent and he begins to lead them to the cross and instead of sending somebody else he goes in the front line 
él va al frente. And what he does is he's the one that lays his life down. Y lo que él hace es que él mismo el que da su vida. He's the king that laid his life down instead of doing some some evil plan like David did. Él es el rey que da su vida en vez de ser un rey que que tiene un plan este malo como lo hizo David. So David does not fit the category of being this eternal king. Así que David no tiene eh, la, no está la categoría para ser un rey eterno. We needed a king that would be able to save us from our biggest enemy. Eh, necesitábamos un rey que podía salvarnos de nuestro, oh, de nuestro mayor enemigo. Ourselves. Nosotros mismos. Our own sin. Nuestro propio pecado. And this is what Christ does on the cross for us. Y esto es lo que Jesús hace en la cruz por nosotros. He leads us and lays his life down for us. Él nos lidera y da su vida por nosotros. Ethan points to heaven. Ethan apunta al cielo. He's going to point to heaven, earth, and then he's going to talk about the, the man that is happy because of his obedience. Él apunta al cielo, la tierra, y el and the obedience of man. Y la del Think about this. En, en esto. He starts with heaven. Él con el cielo, los Why? ¿Por qué? I, I ask this question a lot. Why are you starting with heaven? Because a lot of times, we as humans, veces como humanos, we think everything starts with us, right? Que que todo con nosotros, Don't we do that? No, no hacemos eso. And what does that lead to? Y a qué eso nos lleva? It leads to idolatry. Y nos, nos lleva a la, a la See, if we think we're different than Israel, eh, si que somos que Israel we're wrong. En, en we're just like them as, as, as humans. Somos igual que ellos como we look to this world and we create this, 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 this understanding or this idea that all roads lead to God. Uh, eh, We create this understanding. Because we think that gods are here to serve us. Right? We create a God to help us in our difficult times. We have friends that believe in other gods. And because they're our friends. Porque son nuestros amigos. We, we, we don't say nothing. Right? Don't we do that? Do you know what we're actually doing? Solomon had a problem. Women, right? He had thousands of wives. And God told him, don't get mixed with these women because the second you get mixed with them, you're going to turn. Dios le dio a Salomón, no te involucres con estas mujeres porque cuando te involucres con estas mujeres te vas a convertir. When we read that, we say, Salomón, yo, you a fool. Cuando leemos eso, este, decimos, Salomón, tú eres un necio. I wouldn't have did that. No hubiera hecho eso. You think so? ¿Tú piensas que eso? Salomón had all these wives. Salomón tenía todas estas esposas. And as he got older, even though he was wise, y al él envejecer y aunque era él era sabio. He married these women from other nations. He even had the daughter of the, 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 the king of Egypt, of Pharaoh. 
He had wives from other places, other nations. Tenía esposas de otros lugares, de otras naciones. And what happens when you get to what happens with us human beings when when we start getting involved with each other? ¿Qué pasa a nosotros como humanos cuando empezamos a involucrarnos con cada uno? We start finding ways to relate to each other through our humanness. Tratamos de tratar de relacionarnos por medio de nuestra humanidad. What do I mean? ¿A qué me refiero? It doesn't matter if I'm a Christian or a Muslim or a Buddhist or a Hindu. We all as humans struggle with the same thing. I'm trying to provide for my family. I'm trying not to get sick. I, get, I deal with depression. Yo tengo depresión. I have fam, family members I lose. Tengo este miembros de mi familia que yo también pierdo. These are all the ways we learn to relate to each other through our humanness, Estos right? son las diferentes cosas que nosotros podemos relacionarnos como humanos, ¿verdad? So as Solomon is having all these wives, Así que a, a tener todas estas esposas, he's looking at them and, and, and thinking like, They're, they're human just like me. They might serve another God, but they struggle with the same things I do. They bleed just like me. They need oxygen just like me. They're not so bad. We do the same thing. And what God told the kings of, of that day to do was they were commanded to tear down the altars of any other idol. God commanded them tear them down. Don't leave them up. They're going to infect you. When we have friends around us amigos, este, alrededor de nosotros, and they share their ideas of what they believe in life and we remain quiet y nos quedamos, este, callados, and we don't tell them there's only one way to the Father. We allow them to create altars. No, le, les permitimos que crean alta, que, We allow them to create altars to serve their gods. And then we forget where we came from. Because we feel like we relate to their humanness. We forget God is holy. There is nobody else. Do you see how we can be like Solomon? We allow these ideas to exist and we say absolutely nothing. God help us. Let us talk, let's move on to the next section so we can look at a few other points. Let's look at uh, verses um, 9 through 13. You rule over the surging sea. Tú dominas la soberbia del mar. When its waves mount up. 
You still them. You crush Rahab like one of the slain. With your strong arm, you scattered your enemies. The heavens are yours. And yours also is the earth. You founded the world and all that is in it. You created the north and the south. Tabor and Herman sing for joy at your name. Your arm is endowed with power. Your hand is strong, your right hand exalted. Now Ethan is going to move on to earth. There's a story that I remember um, from one of the kings in the days of Israel who was approached by a prophet, prophet Elijah. See, during the days of Elijah, there was a king named Ahab. Ahab was king of the northern kingdom. And what he did was he allowed these gods to come in. And he was leading Israel to worship Baal. And Elijah goes and he approaches uh, uh, the king Ahab. And he's sent by God to call the people to turn back. He's called by God to turn, call the people to turn back. And something happened when he approached King Ahab. He approached Ahab with a challenge. See, the people of Israel started worshiping Baal. And Elijah wanted to turn the people back to God. So he said, we're going to have a challenge. You call the prophets of Baal. And we're going to have a, a, a challenge here. We're going to create an altar. Two altars. And we're going to put a sacrifice on these altars. And when we put these sacrifices on these altars, we're going to call upon our gods. And we're going to see whose God is real. And we're going to see whose God actually sends down fire from heaven and accepts our sacrifice. Interesting, interesting challenge, right? So as they go out on, on Mount Carmel, so they set up these two altars. And Elijah says, you guys go first. So the prophets of Baal start calling on their God. And they start crying out to him. They start worshiping him. Hours pass. Nothing happens. The altar still has a sacrifice and no answer from Baal. So the prophets begin cutting themselves. Offering their own blood so that their God would hear them. And no answer from heaven. 
But, but what happens next? Así que, ¿qué pasa Elijah begins mocking them. Elías empieza a burlarse de ellos. He starts making fun of them. Empiezan a, a burlarse de ellos. Where's your God? ¿Dónde está tu, tu dioses? Maybe he's on vacation. Ahora está de vacaciones. Little louder, he can't hear you. Él no te puede escuchar. Clowning them. Estaba este, burlándose. How many of us would do that? De nosotros haríamos eso. Stand up and work. Look at our friends and say, your God isn't real. Eh, eh, pararse en nuestro trabajo y decir, tus dioses no son reales. We wouldn't do that, would we? No, no, no haríamos eso, ¿verdad? But what we can do is, Pero lo que sí podemos hacer, we can help people see how foolishness, how much foolishness is in their ideas, right? Pero sí podemos we have a responsibility to help the world see your ideas are foolish. So as, as Elijah gets ready and, he, and he's going to offer the sacrifice to God, he tells him, wet the sacrifice. Wet it. Again, he wets the sacrifice so much that around the altar it creates a, like a little trench. A trench, like a little ditch, like a moat. Uh, so after he wets it, he, he, he prays. God, show them who you are. And when he prays, y él ora, fire comes down from heaven fuego viene, viene del cielo. and accepts the sacrifice on the altar, y acepta sacrificio en el altar, licks up every drop on that altar. Y este, seca todo el altar. And what is that a picture of? ¿Y qué, qué imagen es de eso? There is only one sacrifice that heaven accepts. Solo hay un sacrificio que el cielo acepta. And that is the King Jesus, right? There is no other way to get to the Father except through the King. God has given this as a sign for us to be able to see Jesus. The world is looking for other ways to get to heaven. Llegar al cielo de muchas maneras. But it's our responsibility to show them there's only one way. God came down from heaven with fire and accepted that. Dios vino con fuego desde el cielo y aceptó eso. We think that can that only happens in the days of the Old Testament, right? God won't come down with fire again and do that, right? Que pase, pase eso otra vez. Well, he poured his wrath on his son. Bueno, él puso su ira en su hijo. But his spirit is still alive. Pero su espíritu sigue vivo. And anyone that hears the gospel, y cualquier persona que escucha el evangelio, the same way God came down from heaven and accepted that sacrifice, de la misma manera que Dios vino del cielo y aceptó ese sacrificio, the spirit of God will come down from heaven and cause your heart to open up and believe and trust in that sacrifice, el, the same way as in the days of Elijah. El espíritu de Dios vendrá hacia el humano y te hará creer de la misma, en la misma manera de los tiempos de Elías. God still comes down from heaven and opens up the minds and hearts of his people. Dios de la, 
todavía viene desde el cielo y abre las mentes y los corazones de las personas. But we have to tell them about this, right? Pero tenemos que nosotros de, que decirles a We personas. have to point them to the king. Tenemos que apuntarles hacia el rey. One interesting thing that I realized about this. Una cosa interesante que me di cuenta de esto. When it talks about you rule over the surging sea. Cuando habla de que tú reinas over the sea. De sobre el mar. Okay. Do you guys, have you guys ever heard of the Age of Enlightenment? What happened during the Age of Enlightenment? The whole world came together, mainly in France, Europe. And what did they do during that time? See, during that time, kings used to rule over the land. En ese tiempo habían reyes que lideraban en las naciones. But during the age of enlightenment, the world came together and said, "Uh, uh-uh, we don't want a king no more." En la era de la iluminación, las personas vinieron y se dijeron, "No queremos un rey." We don't want a monarchy. No queremos una monarquía. We want to think for ourselves. Queremos pensar nosotros mismos. This was the period when men started looking at reasoning. Aquí es que este el tiempo donde el humano empezó a ver This is when science began to grow. The world said we don't need a king. We can think for ourselves. They started looking at things like the plants. They started looking at monkeys. They started looking at science. You remember that movie Nacho Libre? Se recuerdan de la película Nacho Libre. El esqueleto. El esqueleto. I, I only believe in science. Yo solo creo en la ciencia. This is what the world was doing. Esto era lo que el mundo estaba haciendo. It's foolish, isn't it? Es necio, ¿verdad? How can the whole world look to an amoeba cell? ¿Cómo todo el mundo pueden ver a una célula, una amoeba? A cell you can't even see with your own eyes. Una célula que tú ni propio no puedes verla con tu propio ojo. To help you understand the wisdom of the world. Para poder que puedas entender la sabiduría del mundo. It's foolish, right? Es necio, ¿verdad? Necedad, ¿verdad? The world looks to monkeys to try to understand where man comes from, right? El mundo ve a los monos para poder entender de dónde viene el hombre. Think about this. Piensa en esto. Why would I go to a monkey? ¿Por qué yo iría hacia un mono? They can't talk, que no puede hablar, can't speak, que no puede este hablar, can't write, no puede escribir, to tell me about the God who maintains and sustains the whole solar system. De, de, para decirme de, del Dios que sostiene todo el sistema solar. Who, con, who, who governs the whole world. Que gobierna todo el mundo. I'm asking a monkey to, le, to tell me how that happens. Yo le pregunto un mono para que me diga cómo eso pasó. When we have writings from people that were in the direct presence of God. Cuando tenemos escrituras de personas que estaban en la, en la presencia directa de Dios. That knew and dealt with God directly. Que este, estaban cerca de la presencia de Dios. But yet we refuse to turn to his word. Pero aún este, nos negamos a ir a su palabra. And the world has accepted thoughts like Darwinism. Y, pero el, el mundo ha aceptado ideas como el darwinismo and evolution o el, o la evolución. something interesting about this psalm also este, una cosa interesante de este salmo también. when it talks about Tabor and Herman 
Cuando habla de, de Tabor y el Hermón. What is Tabor and Hermon? ¿Qué es el Tabor y el Hermón? Tabor and Hermon are two mountains. El Tabor y el Hermón son dos montañas. And these two mountains are in Israel. Y estas dos montañas están en Israel. And they're high mountains. Y son montañas altas. And it says that these mountains sing. Pero y dice que estas este, montañas aclaman o cantan. Why? ¿Por qué? We know mountains can't sing. Nosotros sabemos que las montañas no pueden cantar. Or can they? O pueden. Think about this. How were mountains formed? If you begin to study science, science actually points you to, cre to the Creator, right? Remember the Noahic flood? The flood? What happened during the flood? How was the flood, how did the flood go about? The Bible says the earth uh, bursted open. Waters gushed out from the from the depths. Where, where are these places that the water came out from? They're, they're coming out from the tectonic plates. See, these plates are all over the world. And whenever we feel earthquakes, these plates are moving. Do you know that, that there's actually a plate that goes right through the Middle East? Where these mountains would be? Donde estaban estas montañas? So when the earth bursts open, Así que la explota, o se abre, it pushes the, 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 the ground so that the water can come out. And as the whole earth is covered in water, when the flood recedes, el, el, se calma, sediments start to settle all over the earth. And these mountains are formed by those same sediments. See, these mountains understand they were formed by God and what he did with the world. They understand who their creator is and they sing to him. But man who was created in his own image refuses to give God the credit he deserves. Pero el hombre que está hecho a la imagen de Dios se, eh, se refusa o se niega y ver a, a Dios como creador. This is why we, we should sing. God has created us the same way he created these mountains, right? Ethan invites us to sing. Remember what I said in the beginning? Something happens to the human body. The wisdom of these men is far greater than any of our counselors today. La sabiduría de estos hombres es más grande que la sabiduría de los consejeros del día de hoy. If we would begin to listen and look for God and understand Him, we would be so much better off. Este, a nosotros ir a la palabra y entender quién es Dios, estaríamos en un mejor lugar. Let's move on and finish up here. Vamos a movernos y terminar aquí. Let's read 14 and 15. Leamos el 14 y el 15. 
It says, righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. Love and faithfulness go before you. La justicia y el derecho son el fundamento de tu trono. La misericordia y la verdad van delante de ti. Blessed are those who have learned to acclaim you, who walk in the light of your presence, Lord. Cuán bienaventurado es el pueblo que sabe lo que es la voz de júbilo. Andan, Señor, a la luz de tu rostro. They rejoice in your name all day long. They celebrate your righteousness. En tu nombre se regocijan todo el día y por tu justicia son enaltecidos. For you are their glory, their strength, and by your favor you exalted our horn. Porque tú eres la gloria de su potencia y por tu gracia ha exaltado nuestro poder. Indeed, our shield belongs to the Lord, our King to the Holy One of Israel. Pues del Señor es nuestro escudo y del Santo de Israel nuestro Rey. So first he talks about uh, heaven, right? Así que primero habla del cielo. Then he talks about earth. Habla de la tierra. Now he's talking about righteousness. Así que ahora habla de la justicia. Where does this righteousness come from? ¿De dónde viene esta justicia? Comes from the throne of God. Viene del trono de Dios. Doesn't begin with us. No empieza con nosotros. It starts in heaven. Empieza en el cielo. We understand that, right? Este, entendemos eso, ¿verdad? So if we read, we see that when we obey God in his commands, Así que cuando nosotros este, vemos y leemos y, y seguimos los mandamientos de Dios, we see that we will find joy. Vemos que seremos, un gozo. There's joy in obedience. Hay gozo en la obediencia. There's happiness in obeying God's commands. Hay felicidad en seguir los mandamientos de Dios. We find life in His commands. Eh, encontramos vida en sus mandamientos. We find hope in His commands. Encontramos esperanza en sus mandamientos. Why does it start with righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne? ¿Por qué empieza con la justicia y el derecho son el fundamento de tu trono? If we go back to the very first covenant, si, ve, si vamos al primer pacto, with Adam and Eve, con Adán y Eva. This was, this, this was considered the Adamic covenant. So God gives Adam and Eve, uh, uh, he gives them life, he, he gives them the Garden of Eden. But he gives them one command, right? Don't eat this fruit. That's it. Eso es lo único, eso es lo único. Live forever, be happy, have kids. You'll never have to worry about pain, suffering, nothing. Just don't eat that. Vive para siempre, ten hijos, eh, gobierna sobre la tierra, pero lo único que te digo es que no comas de esa fruta. But as we know the story, what happens? Pero como sabemos la historia, ¿qué pasó? She's tempted by the serpent. Ella es tentada por la serpiente. And when she's tempted by the serpent, the Bible says she saw the fruit and she saw it, she saw the wisdom behind it. Y la Biblia nos dice que cuando ella miró la fruta, Vio este, la sabiduría en la fruta. And she began looking for her own wisdom. Y ella empezó a ver su, eh, buscar su propia sabiduría. Instead of trusting in the wisdom of God. Esta, este, al, al, uh, sorry. Instead of trusting. No, no este, no, no, no Instead of trusting in the wisdom of God. A pesar de confiar en la, no, en la sabiduría de Dios. ¿Ah? En vez de confiar en la sabiduría de Dios. Thank you. Okay, and what she started to do was y lo que a hacer fue, she had a conversation with the serpent, right? Tenía, tuvo una con la and she tells the serpent, you know, God told us, don't eat that fruit. As a matter of fact, he said, don't even touch it. But if you read the scriptures closely, Pero si lee las este, cerca, cerca, o the only thing God said was, don't eat it. They're trying to create wisdom of their own, right? Their own righteousness, Estaba right? Where did she get that information from? 
It was Adam who had the responsibility as ruler over the earth during that day to lead his wife in the ways and commands of God. Era la responsabilidad de Adán como líder de, de, de la tierra de liderar a su esposa con los mandamientos de Dios, hacer los mandamientos de Dios, conseguir los mandamientos de Dios. Another command. Él, él le da otro mandamiento. And he says, don't touch it. Y le dice, no lo, no lo toques. So think about this. Así que piensa en esto. When it comes to our own sin. Cuando tiene que ver con nuestro propio pecado. Eve's being tempted. Él está siendo tentado. She's told, don't touch this. Ella se le dice, le dice a ella, no lo toques. She touches it. Ella lo toca, la toca. Nothing happens. Nada pasa. Right? ¿Verdad? So does she believe the commands of God now? Because God didn't command that. It was Adam who gave her that, 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 that command. Their own righteousness they tried to establish. But the moment she eats, not even then, when Adam eats, They see their nakedness. Ven su desnudez. Ven que están desnudos. This is the problem with sin. Este es el problema con el pecado. We don't see the immediate consequences of sin. No vemos las consecuencias inmediatas de nuestro pecado. We play around with sin. Este, jugamos este, con el pecado. And one day it's going to catch up to us. Pero un día nos va a alcanzar. The same way it caught up to Eve. De la misma manera que alcanzó a Eva. We have a command from God that he has told us, do not play with these other gods. We need to adhere to that command. We play around with our sins like there's no consequence coming, right? We look at pornography like, one more time, I'll be okay. I don't feel like God's angry yet, but one day you're going to answer for that. No siento que Dios está molesto todavía, pero algún día vas a responder por eso. And if you're in this church today and you're hearing this, y si estás en esta iglesia y estás escuchando esto, God is commanding you to repent also. Dios te está llamando a que te arrepientas. Quit playing with the sin. It's going to catch up to you. And you're not going to be able to turn when you feel like it. You turn from your sin at the preaching of the word. You turn from sin at the preaching of his word. When you are alone and you're faced with your temptation and you're giving yourself to this sin, there is nothing causing you to obey God. You are thinking with your own wisdom. We don't like justice. This is, this is why I have a problem with free will. El problema que yo tengo con el libre albedrío. Because we feel like, okay, God, you gave us these commands. But the reality is, I don't like your judgment. Pero la realidad es que no me gusta tu juicio. I don't like what you're saying you're going to do to me. No me gusta lo que tú dices que me vas a hacer. So I'm not going to accept it. Así que no lo voy a aceptar. The thing about it is, la cosa es, whether you accept it or not, es si, si lo aceptas o no, Jesus is king. 
Jesús es rey. Whether you bow to him today or when he returns, he still remains king. Whether you believe it or not, and one day you're going to have to answer for that sin. And you're going to have to give an account for your life. De tu vida. And right now, he has dealt with that issue of our sin. But when he returns, Pero él vuelva, if you are not saved, y si tú no, tú no eres salvo, you're going to bow down to him by force. Tú vas a apostarte ante él por and fuerza. you're going to accept his kingship by force. Y vas a aceptar su, su reinado por fuerza. And you're not going to like it. Y no te va a gustar. Because you will not get love, you're going to get justice. Because no, no, no vas a ser amado, vas, vas a, a, a obtener justicia. We get justice and love confused. Eh, confundimos la justicia y el amor. We think I can accept these people's ideas and what they believe. Nos, That, that's loving. Nos decimos, este, puedo aceptar las ideas de estas personas. Y nos decimos, eso es amor. That's wrong. Eso está incorrecto. Righteousness and justice start from his throne. La justicia y el derecho comienzan desde su trono. He's the one that sets the rules. Él es el que este, impone... We obey. Nosotros obedecemos. But instead we try to we try to come up with our own wisdom. Pero lo que pasa es que nosotros tratamos de este traer nuestra propia sabiduría. You can love whoever you want. It's okay. No, you know. Puedes hablar a quien tú a quien tú quieras, no importa. That's our wisdom. Esa es nuestra sabiduría. And God one day is going to judge that. Y Dios un día va a haber un día que va a juzgar eso. In Psalm in verse 19. En el verso 19. One thing that God said, one thing that Ethan brings to memory. Algo que, que tan trae a memoria. He's going to call the faithfulness. Él va a llamar a la, a la fidelidad. He's going to remind himself Él se va a a sí mismo of the word of God and what he was saying. He's going to remind himself of the promises God had given him through his word. And in verse 19 it says, once you spoke in a vision, To your faithful people you said, I have bestowed strength on a warrior. I have raised up a young man from among the people. Una vez hablaste en visión a tu santo, dijiste, he ayudado a un poderoso, he exaltado a un escogido entre el pueblo. I have found David, my servant, with my sacred oil I have anointed him. He hallado a David, mi siervo, lo he ungido con mi oleo santo. My hand will sustain him. Y con él estará siempre mi mano. Surely my arm will strengthen him. Mi brazo también lo fortalecerá. See, Ethan knew that David, through his line, was supposed to be the eternal king. But he kept seeing a problem. And he kept saying, man, these kings, they just keep messing up. So he turns to God's promises. He returns to the place of God's faithfulness. Even though he didn't see it, we see what he was pointing us to. We're that generation he was singing to. And he points to his covenants to remind us of that. So, Now that we have Jesus, 
Así que ahora que tenemos a Jesús, How does Jesus affect our daily life? Cómo Jesús este siendo rey cambia nuestra vida diaria. If Jesus is king, si Dios si Jesús es rey, what does that mean for me when I wake up in the morning? ¿Qué eso significa para mí al yo levantarme en la mañana? When me and my wife are fighting, cuando yo y mi esposa estamos peleando, when things aren't going right at work, cuando las cosas no están yendo bien en el trabajo, when I'm struggling with sin, cuando estoy luchando con el pecado, why does Jesus being king mean anything to me? ¿Por qué el Jesús siendo rey significa algo para mí? Because he causes us to be born again. Porque él él nos hace nacer de nuevo. He deals with the problem that we had with sin and death. Él se encarga del problema que nosotros teníamos con la muerte y el pecado. And in order to obey God's commands, he gives us a new heart. Y en orden para nosotros obedecer los mandamientos de Dios, él nos da un corazón nuevo. A heart that is joyous to uh, to obey his commands. Un corazón que es que que gozoso al al obedecer sus mandamientos. This is why Jesus being king is important. Así que por esto mismo Jesús siendo rey es importante. Sometimes like when, when when me and my wife if we argue like I think like God, I got a Christian marriage. Uh, cuando, cuando yo y mi esposa peleamos, yo le digo a Dios, Señor, yo tengo un matrimonio cristiano. How is my marriage becoming the thing of difficulty in my life? Como mi, mi propio matrimonio se ha convertido como una dificultad en mi vida. If she is a Christian, si ella es cristiana, why is she giving me a hard time? Porque me, me está dando un tiempo fuerte. Why am I struggling with Porque this? Porque estoy luchando con esto. Sometimes we don't see it, folks. Muchas veces no lo vemos. But God uses everything around us. Pero Dios usa todas cosas alrededor de nosotros. To show us who we are. Para mostrarnos quién nosotros somos. And most of the time when it comes to it. Y muchas cosas de, y cuando llega el caso. We realize we're the problem, right? Realizamos, no, nos damos cuenta que nosotros somos el problema. He uses those circumstances to show us we got a problem with sin. Él nos, él, él nos este, permite esas circunstancias que pasan para mostrarnos a nosotros que hay un problema con el pecado. This is how our king is leading us. Así es como nuestro rey nos está liderando. And he's not just stuck in the days of Israel. Pero, y él no está este, atascado en los tiempos de Israel. He is still reigning till today. Él todavía está reinando hasta el día de hoy. His kingdom is the one that's forever. Su reino es el reino que durará para siempre. I want to finish up with this. Quiero terminar con esto. I'm not going to read it, but I'm just going to summarize it. No voy a leerlo, pero lo voy a uh, dar un resumen. It says, if his sons forsake my law and do not follow my statutes, that and they do not follow my decrees and fail to keep my commands, I will punish their sin with a rod. Pero si, eso es verso 30 y 32. Pero si sus hijos no se apartan de mi ley y no viven según mis decretos, si violan mis estatutos y no hacen mis mandamientos, con vara castigaré sus transgresiones y con azote su iniquidad. God gives us a warning. Dios nos da una advertencia. He gives Israel a warning during that day. And what's the problem with warnings? Do we listen to warnings? We don't like it, right? Because we don't like justice. I had a client one day. And, and he would come in on a weekly basis. And he would chew tobacco. Y él este, masticaba tabaco. And he would chew it all the time. Y lo todo el tiempo. While he got a haircut, while he was working all day long. Cuando estaba recortándose, cuando estaba trabajando todo el día. And on the on the tobacco can, it has a warning, right? Y en el en la en el can el de tabaco tiene una advertencia. And it says this can cause cancer, right? Y, y dice esto esto puede causar cáncer. The Surgeon General. El general este 
The one who studies the human body better than us is telling us this is going to give you cancer. And what do we do? We still take it. We still use it because we don't feel the immediate consequences of our choices. One day I was giving him a shave. And I was noticing his throat was getting thick. And I was like, bro, you, you got a problem here. He had a goiter, like a, a big mass. And he was like, ah, I'll be all right. Okay. You know how many people I've found cancer on? Few people. And I've been right. He ends up going to get checked out. I don't see him for almost a year. It was cancer. The moment the doctor told him, you have cancer, he stopped chewing tobacco. Why do we do that? Why do we have to go through the pain to start obeying? The thing about it is, when we stand before God and we face that judgment, you're not going to be able to make a choice after that. That's it. It is too late. You had the warning. And today God is calling you to obey his commands. He is calling you to trust in the only sacrifice he has provided from heaven himself. He has provided a king that will stay with us forever. He cannot die no more. He has dealt with death and sin for us. A year later, I see this guy come back into the barbershop. Change man. He suffered. Went through radiation. Chemotherapy. All type of surgeries. Skinny. Lost all his hair. And he had a glorious beard. He can barely grow any of his facial hair anymore. But by grace, thank God we have technology that has been able to help him. And he's been able to change and stop chewing tobacco. The preaching of his word are those moments of grace. It's that radiation killing our hard hearts. It's, it's the radiation destroying our sinful hearts. So that the gospel starts to grow in us. And we start believing and trusting But it's at the preaching of his word. Last point. How does Jesus affect our future? 
One day, va a haber un día, we've all suffered from death, right? Todos hemos sufrido la muerte. We've lost someone to death. Eh, hemos perdido a alguien por medio de la muerte. We've been scared to death. Eh, hemos tenido miedo a la muerte. But one day, our king, pero algún, va a haber un día que nuestro rey, when he judges sin and death, cuando él este juzgue la muerte y el pecado. In Revelation it says he's going to throw death and Hades in the lake of fire. En el libro de Apocalipsis dice que él va a tirar la muerte y el infierno los va a arrojar al lago de fuego. Our king one day is going to judge all our misery, our pain, everything that has caused us to doubt him. Va a haber un día que nuestro rey va a juzgar toda nuestra miseria, todo nuestro pecado que nos ha hecho desconfiar o dudar de él. And he's going to throw it in the lake of fire. Y lo va a arrojar o tirar al lago de fuego. This is what our king is going to do for us. Esto es lo que nuestro rey hará por nosotros. This is why Jesus being king is so important. Esto, esta es la razón por la cual Jesús siendo rey es tan importante. This psalm doesn't end with hope. Este salmo no termina con esta esperanza. Because Ethan didn't see it. But the very last verse, it says, Praise be to the Lord forever. Amen and amen. Dice, Bendito sea el Señor por siempre. Amen y amen. He was depending on the faithfulness of God to his word. And I encourage you to trust his word. And understand who our king is. Let us pray. Vamos a orar. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for this service. We thank you for your word. I ask you, Lord God, if there's anybody here that is still playing with sin and hasn't turned from it, I ask you, Lord God, that you would turn their hearts from their sin, that you would cause them to believe, that you would cause them to see who you sent from heaven to pay for their sin. We have a great leader, someone who has led us on the battlefield, and has laid down his life for us. He has led us like a king, like a warrior. And when I ask you, that anyone here today that hasn't looked to Jesus as their king, that you would cause them to believe, Lord God. Thank you, Lord. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.